Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack. Uh, don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. And let's just jump into today. Thai Airways to start European flights to Phuket in July. The airline said on its Facebook page the carrier will introduce direct flights from Zurich, Paris, Copenhagen, Frankfurt and London to Phuket from July 2nd. The timing was in sync with the government's confirmed decision on Friday, June 4th to reopen Phuket for international tourists on July 1st on condition they are fully vaccinated and stay on the island for 14 days before travelling to other locations in the country. Thai will also reportedly begin flights from Hong Kong to Phuket also on July 2nd, to draw Hong Kong tourists to the island. Qatar Airways has announced four weekly flights from Doha to Phuket beginning on July 1. The Gulf State Airline already operates 12 flights a week between the Qatari and Thai capitals. So that's just a quick update on flights with Thai Airways coming into both Phuket and Bangkok. I'm not really too sure about the Hong Kong flight. There's two weeks quarantine for people returning from Thailand to Hong Kong so I really can't see that being a goer at all I mean who's going to who, who would sign up for that also I think we need to be very frank and honest you need to check what the restrictions for you will be coming back to your home country if you do decide to go on holidays so obviously I read today that in uh, the UK the uh, Labour Party are calling for both Vietnam and Thailand to be put onto the red list which would mean a complete ban on travel from the UK so we'll see how that pans out in the next couple of weeks so today is Monday the 7th of June and today is the big vaccine rollout day throughout Thailand. Now it doesn't seem to be going as as planned. It started off this morning with a big uh, fanfare of politicians and ministers to, you know, celebrate the the uh, the first uh the opening of the vaccine rollout. Now, I don't know why you need to have all this fanfare, to be honest. Just start putting the needle in people's arms and get them vaccinated. All this time being wasted celebrating nonsense is costing people their lives along the way. So it seems that a lot of hospitals around the country have actually cancelled any registrations that they've received and would have been telling people that, well, basically we don't have any vaccines for you because the government haven't sent us any. And the government are trying to say, well, no, it's up to the the uh, public health in each province to you know allocate the vaccines whereas they're saying well we haven't got any so what do you expect us to give people um which seems to be a very strange way to uh to run a vaccine rollout um as what's been happening today is basically the elderly people 60 and above plus people with seven underlying diseases can register to be vaccinated from today and go some have appointments some can register it depends etc how you manage to register but there's no clear way to register it's all muddled up you know it's not like you know in europe and places where you have one portal everybody registers through that portal that's it and then you set up vaccination centers around the country and those people go to those vaccination centers it doesn't work like that first they did have an app that did that and then they got rid of it and they canceled a lot of the appointments within that and then they asked the provinces to do it themselves, which again is, you know, why why have government, central government, if you're not going to control something as serious as vaccine rollout? 
I know one province particularly they're getting 3,600 doses for the entire month. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do with that? And I saw them, they're vaccinating 600 people today. So in less than a week, they'll be finished vaccinating and they have nothing for the rest of the month. I mean, it's all nonsense. You know, a proper vaccine rollout, you know, with one portal to do it all. Non-discriminatory, by the way, so Thai people or foreigners can 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 register through it. Starting with, as I've said before, the most vulnerable in society, which are normally the older folks, and then work your way down through the age groups. That's what most countries have done, and that's how most countries have been successful. But here in Thailand, the complete opposite has happened. Healthy hairdressers in shopping centres have been getting vaccinated before 90-year-old people with underlying conditions because they want to open up for tourism now look we have to balance business i understand that but i also look from the point of view of life (laughs) and it's complete it's just wrong and the manner in which the whole rollout has been handled to me uh, stinks of incompetency and really just a, a lack of clear focus on what they're doing I mean, they've had so much time to prepare. We're talking about June now. Most countries started their vaccine rolls out in, in February. So they could have studied any successful country's vaccine rollout, used that model and put it into Thailand and copy and pasted it on how to get it done. But they didn't do that. They just kind of went all Thai on it and did whatever they want. So that's why you're left with this kind of this disorganized, chaotic rollout. And that brings me to the last thing of the day. And for people who are in Thailand, like myself, foreigners who are having problem getting even registered to vaccinate, Thailand's private hospital association are to announce the purchase price for the Moderna vaccine tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. The PHA, which is the private hospital association, is preparing to officially announce the price of the Moderna vaccine on Tuesday as an alternative vaccine for residents in Thailand to be purchased at private hospitals. Uh, The PHA Secretary General said the association had been talking with uh, Zulik Pharma, distributor of Moderna vaccines in Asia, and there will be a meeting with members of the PHA to inform uh, on the price uh, this week. The recent reports from the association stated that the cost of the vaccine is estimated to be about 1,200 baht per dose, excluding service and insurance fees. It's expected that the price for the complete vaccination process will not be more than 4,000 baht. Uh, including those fees. The PHA will try to reduce the price to be as affordable as, we, as, uh, as it can be. Initially, the association ordered about 10 million doses of Moderna vaccine through the government pharmaceutical organization. The first lot may be distributed by October or sooner. Uh, so there's no guarantee that's going to be coming in October. I myself have registered with um, a private hotel, uh, private hospital group in bangkok i have a confirmed registration saying that you're registered you're in our system but i registered on the second day so within the first day a hundred thousand people had registered so i could be in the first two hundred thousand people so we'll see but i have registered in a lot of hospitals around thailand uh, because i don't believe the thai government are ever going to give me a vaccine so you know you have to look after yourself you know because ain't nobody else in this country going to look after you Grand reopening hopes fade. Businesses say restrictions under Phuket's sandbox model will deter foreign tourists. 
Businesses have responded cautiously to the plan to reopen Phuket to vaccinated foreign tourists next month as operators aren't confident they will be able to draw tourists back to the resort island due to the tough requirements it imposes on incoming tourists. Starting from July 1, Phuket will waive quarantine requirements for foreign tourists who have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 under the Phuket Tourism Sandbox model, which is being touted as a model for the reopening of Thailand's tourism industry. However, as a precaution, tourists will have to remain on the island for 14 days before they are allowed to move on to other destinations in the country, up from the previously announced seven days. Uh, Kunvishai Rung Charwatana, manager of the Sunshine, Sunshine Tour Phuket Company, told the Bangkok Post that overall the reopening plan will help the resort's island's economy recover. However, he wanted the 14-day stay requirement back down to seven, as hotels and ferry operators who take tourists on day trips have pinned their hopes on the reopening. As his company focuses on tourists from Asian countries, most of whom generally don't plan to stay for more than five days in Phuket, Mr. Wichai said he hasn't seen any new bookings. Some golfers from Singapore have expressed interest in spending three days in Phuket, but that's it, he added. Though Phuket will reopen in July, we don't know how many foreign tourists will return. As for Thai tourists, they may be worried that prices of hotel rooms, food and tour packages in Phuket may increase, so not many will visit, Mr. Vishai said. Siricorn Bun Yassari, Vice President of the Phuket Travel Agents Association, told the Bangkok Post today she expected the Phuket Sandbox program to get off to a good start. Flights to Phuket are expected to increase, though it is not known whether tourists will come in large numbers. Many airlines are trying to increase flights of after almost two years, and everyone else is looking at Phuket. If it's a success, others will follow suit. Sherlamac Kepsat, owner of the Holiday Inn Express Hotel on Patong Beach, voiced disagreement with the 14-day requirement, saying the requirement may dissuade foreign tourists from visiting. It may be difficult for, for them to remain on the island for 14 days. This may be too long, considering the number of tourist spots and activities on the island. It will be more helpful if they adopt a seven-day rule, because tourists will have a chance to visit other destinations. She said Patong Beach, a popular tourist spot in Phuket, is still quiet, with no tourists, as many visitors know the monsoon season will peak next month and last until October. As hotel operators are not confident the reopening plan will draw foreign tourists back, several have decided to remain closed. Adding, many small hotels don't have the budget to restart their businesses, some of which have been shuttered for almost two years. If the situation in Patong continues, when tourists come back on July 1, where will they stay, she said. Despite the reservations, the president of a community enterprise Agro-Tourism Conservative Group in the Bangtao Chantalay community said community is ready to support the reopening. Now, as I have told everyone before, I will be doing a proper update this week on the Phuket Sandbox model. But here are my thoughts so far. And I look at it from two very different points of view. So firstly, this 14 days. Now, the 14 days is kind of perfect for package holiday makers so people who tend to travel you know with the likes of Tui or well Thomas Cook are gone but other agents such as that who will fly to a desti destination for seven to ten days and generally just lie on the beach and go nowhere and that's perfectly fine this model will suit them perfectly but for people who like to come to Thailand for a month spend their time you know going around it having to spend 14 days in Phuket is too long
and it's also very restricting you know because you just can't leave the island you can't even go on day trips anywhere so for me they're kind of the positive and negative parts and the two different types of customers now people i think it'll kind of suit people who want to return to thailand and don't want to do the 14-day hotel quarantine in bangkok so we could consider maybe that instead of calling it the phuket sandbox we should call it island quarantine because that's basically what it is it's confining you to a small island about the size of singapore for 14 days after which you can go on your way and then visit other parts of the country but I, I'm not sure it's there's a lot of problems with this. I mean, firstly, if you go around to the different areas like Kata, Karan, Patong, um, Panwa Beach, all these areas, they're closed. There's nothing open. Even 7-Elevens are closed. I mean, and they're always open. I mean, there's very little open. And they're also talking that July 1, bars and entertainment venues won't be open still. So are tourists going to come to sit on that beautiful beach for seven days? But yet they won't be able to enjoy that nice pina colada on the beach because there'll be nowhere to serve them alcohol. It's kind of, you know, it, there's not the thought that's gone into this is, is very peculiar. Um, and it's not thought out from the point of view of how a traveling guest, you know, would see it. It seems to be all thought of, of well, we're the public health department, so this is what we want tourists to do. And if you compare that to going to the likes of Greece or Portugal or you know other even long distance Mexico and places like that all you need is your certificate of vaccination or a PCR test and that's it welcome doors are open so there is, I mean you're in competition with a lot of other destinations right now who are in their summer season whereas Phuket is also hitting the monsoon season so it's going to be raining the weather is unpredictable I mean there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot of different things there that you know you have to compare and weigh up now if i was outside of thailand and i was a regular visitor to thailand and i was thinking of coming back yeah probably hold off because I, I just don't see it as being viable to me i mean when you get here you're probably going to have loads of rules anyway mask wearing is mandatory everywhere you go including on a beach uh temperature checks going into shopping malls you know um prices will probably creep up like they said in the article and i agree with that i think they will i think hotel prices will start to egg up a little now you know little by little you won't kind of notice it but it will happen and these kind of things are going to happen along the way once hotels get a sniff of international tourism the prices will increase so for me july 1 it's great it's happening it might help a small minority of businesses but overall i don't think it's going to have much of an effect and i think a lot of businesses will will choose to remain closed and wait till october november when people do generally travel to thailand because it's winter in europe and they'll probably see an uptake in holidays then but that's just my opinion so what do you think do you think it's a good idea a bad idea if you're a package holiday maker with the 10 days or the 14 days be okay if you're just going to stay in phuket i'd love to know your opinion on it so uh, please leave uh, your comments down below in the comment section thanks for tuning in today if you enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to leave us a five star rating we are available on youtube Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow.